ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. I am John. And I'm Tony. And we are here to bring you an exciting episode of Reptile Fun. Right. I think this might be the best episode ever. Yeah, we've got some good information to get out there. I think this one is good, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I think Definitely. people will enjoy it. Um, so we're going we're gonna, to uh, to use a, a froggy term. We're going to hop right into things here. Um, good one. If Yes. Pun intended. Very much so. Very much so intended. Um, so we wanted to talk about um, the, the general topic of today's episode. We wanted to talk about the way that things are changing in... Uh- as far as our um, hobby, how things change, how things have changed um, in the past 20 years and, and how they'll look 20 years from now, which is kind of a scary thought. but uh, Right. It, it's a, it, the, the point being that it's a process. Things, especially with this hobby, things change a lot as far as what's available, what's legal to have. Um, we're probably going to do more on just what's available generally and what was available five years ago. And we have an, an excellent start to that by talking about... This, Herman. Herman the tortoise, who is not a Herman's tortoise. Um, that would have been a popular choice for the name. Yes. Had it been, yes, but no. Yes. Herman uh, is a good tortoise name, though, I think. You want to have kind of like an, like an odd... If you're going to do a, a people name, it's yeah. got to be something like Herman. Like either from like the 1920s, mm-hmm. like Viola the Iguana could, would work, like an old person's name. Do you think that's why the famous herpetologist who the Herman's tortoise was named after got into that field? I mean, it could be. When your name is Herman, you have to do something kind of kind of funky. Or Herbert is the same way. Okay. Herbert. All right. I would say. Okay. <clears throat> All right, so, sorry. Go back to Herman. No worries. No back worries. to the actual <laughs> thing at hand here. So, I woke up uh, a few days ago, um, and I got a message. I woke up a few days ago as well. Good for you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I got a message, a uh, text message, uh, telling me that there was a, from a colleague um, who is extremely knowledgeable in this area, um, more so than I could ever be. Um, the area of tortoises or waking up? Both, probably. He's just a better person than me overall. <laughs> but uh, okay. he, he sent me a text saying there was um, what he knew to be a Forsten's tortoise, um, Indo Testudo Forsteni, um, available on Craigslist, which we're all familiar with, in my area. Um, I'm in the Northeast um, in Connecticut, and uh, things like this don't happen very often. Um, this person who texted me was across the country and happened to see it through a, um, a tortoise-related uh, website yeah, um, <clears throat> forum where it had been reposted with someone trying to figure out what it is. So anyways, um, this tortoise has been here. The story is a woman had him for about 10 years before the current owner picked him up from her. Um, she had a bunch of them that she was trying to, to get rid of. Um, she couldn't will them to her family. So she was looking to rehome them. This guy wanted a male Russian to go with his female Russian, got there and said, you know what? I don't think this is a Russian tortoise, but kept it for years afterwards, not knowing what the heck it was. And, um, and, and what, what was it? What can we, can we explain a little bit about what the foreskin tortoise is? You better watch it. <laughs> explain so Forsten tortoise. Oh, right. right. Forstens. Apostrophe S. Get it right. Um, Named after the French explorer. Well, I explained this to... I, I chose to take the high road. I, I when, I, when I spoke to the guy, I, 
I decided to be the bigger person as far as who I had. I, I had an opportunity to, to either lie to the guy or tell him the truth is what I'm trying to say. About and what? About what the tortoise was oh, so and how knew, important okay. it is. So I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't have, have had been able to ID this tortoise um, on my own. Um, the Indotestudo species, the elongated tortoise, the Travancore tortoise, and the... Um, the uh, Forston's tortoise, which this is, are they're very similar, and it's just it, it takes years of experience to really get that down. Um, so I was, however, very confident in my um, colleague's ability to do so. So, anyways, when I spoke to the to the gentleman, um, I told him exactly what it was, and I told him how rare it was. These spe- these how rare are this we species comes from um, Sulawesi, which is an island in Indonesia. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and they have two um, endemic turtle species, a, a um, this is like a forest um, turtle, and then they also have this tortoise. And that's what they have there, and um, there's really little known about them in the wild, and they've been captured and exported, and uh, it's, just, it's just a mess. And obviously, like most turtle and tortoise species, and all reptile species, 20 years ago they were being shipped out you know, like hotcakes flying off the shelves. And um, as in this case, people don't even know what it is. And it's such a shame because there's a stud book for these animals. They have to have a number. Um, they're that important to the survival of the species. There's so little of them left now that... They're not They're not extinct in the wild, though. There are some in the wild in Sulawesi. They're not extinct in the wild. Um, a recent uh, trip out there by the Turtle Conservancy, um, Eric Good and his people went out there and found nothing um, when they went. Which in, in the past you were able to find them in, okay. in the so wild. So the numbers are dwindling. Very much so. And uh, another interesting story about that was there's a, um, a breeding center, and I'm doing the air quotations here. A, bre- a breeding center the out there, aren't be able to see which that. is well, that's why I had to tell them. Uh, a breeding center out there where they have all adults, no breeding takes place. They just hold them there until they export them. Um, so that's in Indonesia. That is, yes, in Sulawesi. So hmm. pretty, pretty sad stuff. But, um, anyways, um, taking the uh, higher road, as as I put it before, is uh, actually helped, and we're going to get this tortoise. Um, I'm going to, through the help of a few people, it'll end up in Michigan first with a veterinary doctor who will make sure, uh, we'll do um, genetic testing on it and also um, testing for any diseases or parasites before it goes into a group of about 45 of these, 45 uh, forcing tortoises, which are um, doing really well in captivity. Um, and... Um, from there hopefully be a um potential founder animal to create more uh new new tortoises instead of just sitting in a bin in you know little town connecticut right how how often do you think i mean we see stuff like this on craigslist all the time where there's people trying to get rid of or try or not really knowing what they have and trying Mm -hmm. to move things around i mean what is craigslist doing for the herp herpticulture continuing forward how is is this part of the change is craigslist part of the change i don't think it is i don't th- i don't think it has any i don't think it is it doesn't it makes it easier though i mean it makes it, it easier for these things yeah. to be i mean 
years ago, how would this person that doesn't have, doesn't know what it is, doesn't know where it is, what kind of animal it is, where it came from, how, you know, 20 years ago, how would he have found a way to get it to where it needs to be, which is in, like you said, in the, in a tortoise orgy. They wouldn't have, they right. wouldn't have, they wouldn't have. And they, they would have brought it back to a pet store. Pet, they would have brought it to Petco and right. Petco wouldn't have known what it was. Can tell right. you that I'm 100 percent sure of that. Well, actually, the Petco has a very rigorous uh, employment process as far as when you apply, you have to have at least two references. One can be your mother. I found out. <laughs> no, that's true. So he, let's he not, only um, says it's rigorous because he he got denied a job there. I was denied, but that's you know again. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Reasons. That didn't happen. He's a superstar. No, it's um you know. My, we want to get into my employment history. Listen, this is going to be a long episode. All right? <laughs> I've done it all, folks. It's most reptile people. You have to be you have to be uh, denied in many other avenues before you become a That's reptile person. That's very true. That's very true. I'm just saying. All the cool avenues you have to be denied in. <laughs> and you're like, oh, wait, these guys accept me. The I loved reptiles stuff. all along. What are you talking about? And you've been a nerd the whole time That's as true. well. That's true. I'd like to make it very clear, folks. Tony and I are nerds. Yeah. In most senses of the word, in most. Mm. So let's let's talk about a little bit more of what um you know where some of these breeds are going, some of these species are going in the future. I'm gonna say breeds probably 20 more times. Well, we're not talking about Bernese mountain dogs, man. Come on. <laughs> Get it together. I was just watching my my sister DVR the uh, the Westminster Dog Show, so I was watching it. So I, I oh, got gosh. breeds. I got breeds in the brain. Oh gosh, what was your excuse last episode when you did that? I, I like dogs, okay? So breed, the first thing I think of is breed. You know what? Screw you, man. Just remember, just... I know. Remember to remind me that when, I, when I'm doing hashtags for this, I'll throw a dog one in there for you, just in case. Please do. Since you're obviously keep hound. bringing it back just into hound. this. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right. So as unbelievable as it is, let's talk about some of the species. Yeah, some of the species what that were available then that aren't now. Sure. Yeah, let's let's say start right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this this is a prime example of how things were, and um, I've had so many conversations with people. Now, I've been into reptiles for <clears throat> probably 20, 20 years, and twenty odd years, twenty odd years, and um, to me that's seems like a long time. But there's people who've been at it for five decades and over. Over the last 20 years, things have changed tremendously. Um, you know, back in the 90s, and we, we look at like the turn of the century as, as like a, a time when things really changed for what was available. But um, I don't know why that is, but um, Regal Reptiles, a place that was up in, mm. in Rhode Island, yep. um, they did a lot of importing around the um, around the turn of the century, around before 2000, late 90s. And there were things available for $50 as wild-caught imports that were, were just fresh imports from, from overseas. Right, and all types of, that wasn't just turtles or right. tortoises. Those were, I mean, they had everything. And and were tur- turtles were not on, on the main, not the most imported or exported thing, especially back then as well. I don't think they are now. Are when they? we were going there, when we were going there, it was already <clears throat> probably the early to mid 2000s yeah. at that time mm-hmm. but from what i've from what i've gathered from different sources different conversations is that they were very big in uh colonians at, at one point but tur- but they've always correct me if i'm wrong 
turtles and shelled reptiles have always been a little bit, have been lesser as compared to iguanas and geckos and some like ball pythons and some other like, I feel like I've, I feel like when I, when I, when I knew what I knew of in the nineties, there was much less turtles. It was cool to see a turtle out of place just because you didn't see them. As often, it might just be my personal no, experience, but I don't think I don't think that's necessarily true. Can I just take once? You have an eyelash that I have to get. Oh, please, thank you. Oh God! All right, make a wish. I won't do it. Okay, let's, let's continue. That, that was eyelash awkward. was about six inches long and just resting on your cheek. I had to do it. I've been known to grow long eyelashes. Mm-hmm. The girls like it, so they do. Whatever. My right. wife likes it. I mean, wait. Oh, well, Sorry, honey. Yeah, girls. Sorry. You're right. So your ex-wife likes them, though. You said uh, she saying? might <laughs> be. She might be. Yeah, r- pretty soon. Pretty soon. All right. So, so what, what were we were talking about? Well, you were asking about what's what's been more popular and more available, but right. How, like we I mean, talked about, compare, how were turtles? Where did turtles fit in with ball pythons? Where did they? Yeah, I mean, are they? Well, is there where, is there a percentage of? That's what I'm saying. In the '90s, we're going back. We're going to go way back to the '90s. Yeah. If you're in the 90s, things were different than they are now as far as what was available and what was around. Are turtles and tortoises more available now, or were they similar? Or They were probably more available then than they are now, turtles and tortoises. Okay. Yeah, because you were getting so imports. You was... were getting imports of all these different species. But, right. again, you, you weren't getting them at mom-and-pop little pet stores or, or chain pet stores or anything like that. If you went to a place like Regal, they can get you so many things that you can't get today. Like I was right. saying, for fifty dollars, you could get a species wild caught import that probably wouldn't make it. Right. But those animals now that have been established in captivity because they've been listed on international um, uh, legislation like like sites, um, they're not being imported anymore. And now those animals are a thousand dollars a piece. And right. they were fifty dollars in the nineties. So it's it's so interesting to think about. Like we see Russian tortoises and Greek tortoises all over the place now as as imports, but uh, Russian tortoises are uh, protected. Um, well, not protected. They are um, listed as um, threatened in the wild, but they're still being imported. Right. So. Um, who knows? Five years from now, if those get listed on sites, you'll never see them again. And we'll say, "Oh man, remember that? Remember back in 2013 when you can get those things in Petco? Right? You know, fifty percent off sale, and you could walk out of there with one for forty nine ninety nine. What? You know? All right. So, was there a specific thing that caused this? Like, well, why? Why the increase in protection of animals, and protection of tortoises, and protection of of herps in general? Was it a reaction to something? I think just as knowledge grows and things like that, and there's a bunch, there's different stories, I'm sure, for every single animal that gets listed or every group of animals or every instance when things were listed. But um, I know the, the TSA was formed, um, the Turtle Survival Alliance was formed um, around 2001 in, in um, reaction to... <clears throat> a um conference uh that took place that basically just spoke about the um dire situation right. that colonians were um colonians were um faced with um at that time and still are so i think you know just over time we we kind of smarten up and realize that we need to step in and do something 
Um, and that ties in with just generalized um, conservation efforts that were, you know, all that began in like, you know, with Teddy Roosevelt, 1800s, that we were come a long way since then. And there's been dips and there's been, you know, peaks and valleys in that. But I mean, I think that right now we're in a pretty good place as far as, you know, we have a lot of different avenues that are educating. The internet has really helped has educating people about that situation. The fact that there's a lot of man, the way that we are interacting with, with herps is as we're, we're killing them. Yeah. We're, we're doing things that are very detrimental, except, you know, obviously there's, you know, that's partially the point of this, of what we're doing, why you're listening and why we're recording this because we want to change that. But I mean, that's kind of a, a natural casualty to the expansion of the humanoids. Expansion of the humanoids. It's scary. It is. Mm-hmm. It's very sad as well. Um, but that's why you're listening and you can do a part. You can go to turtleroom.com and learn more about all of these exciting Chelonian, Kelonian, what is it? Kelonian species. Kelonian species. Yes. We've, we should address this too. We've been saying Chelonian for for years and years. Mm-hmm. And, and then we read a book about Latin. It happens a lot. It happens a lot with the Latin stuff. It's, right. it's spelled in a certain way and you just go with it. You know, I almost feel like you should just say however we want to say I should it. just say it how I want yeah I mean you do do you man no but um it's you know this whole hobby um the people who who do well in this hobby and are in it for the right reasons know that you know they have to be a lifelong learner if they're going to provide the best care right. for their animals and and do the best you know make the best uh um, right well like you said the game has the, changed that I mean yeah. if you if you went away if you stopped doing it for 10 years and came back the game would be entirely different Right. There's a whole lot that you'd have to learn. You'd have to figure out that, guess what? Spider tortoises, which we continually refer to, are not easily <laughs> can't help it. found. They're important species now. They can't, you know what I mean? You can't just yeah. go. That was one that I was referencing. Those were $50. Right. You know, as wild caught imports. Right. And now people with $1,000 in their pocket have to wait, you know, for their opportunity because they're just not even available. Right. And that's, you know, Again, to speak about a specific place, most of species from Madagascar, uh, just general wildlife, lemurs on down to spider tortoises, are like that because Madagascar is something that we are slowly destroying. Despite the lovable children's movies, um, that only dented the fact that we're just keep on, there's too many people there. Mm-hmm. Hopefully King Julian really touched some young kid who's going to be instrumental in saving Madagascar in the next generation. You know, you jest, but I Seriously, sure, I sure hey, hope. Honestly. He's going to say, Mommy, let's go see a ring-tailed lemur. And Mommy's going to say, Oh, sorry, son, they're all they're all dead. Right. It's Madagascar. gave them all smallpox accidentally. They're dead. Madagascar is so, so saddening. It's, yep. it's absurd. We Slash can do a whole burn, episode on Madagascar. Slash and burn agriculture. It's really, really bad. Everything there is endangered and with good reason so then so that's i mean that's generally loosely covering what what it looked like what is it going to look like where are we headed as a culture a herpeticulture herpeticulture yes i like a person i'm i'm gonna say herpeticulture that's fine and i'll say herpeticulture okay and that's that's perfect 
That's um, a good. A good we're learning as much from each other as we are from a good friend of mine. And John and my wife both make fun of me for saying this because I call everyone a good friend. So if I've ever emailed you and you're listening to this, you're a very just dear know friend. that you're a very, very dear, dear friend. friend, and I will refer to you as that from this point on. So, so if you're listening, you're a good friend, and I will continually be jealous of the way that he refers to you from one email. <laughs> right, dog. but 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 a good friend of mine um, who I actually do see regularly, not just email. Um, runs New England Herpeticulture, which is a um, herp supply store, um, which is um, based out of my native Connecticut. Um, it's a great. Let's just cut. You got to stop saying native. To, just let's just cut to the chase. Tell the people your address. They'll show up. <laughs> let's just do it. Well, let's I feel like I have to. Like you know, people. He's from where? <laughs> is that a state? Connecticut. Um, yeah. Well, anyways, he's got this great, great business and. Um, if you're ever looking for live plants or live um, bugs for your uh, for your pets or um, any terrarium supplies, he has the best stuff out there. Live I felt like bugs. I should get, he's got really interesting stuff that you can't get anywhere bugs. else. I'm tell, I, we could do a whole show on the bugs that I've gotten from this guy. And yes, I am a turtle tortoise guy. Bugs aren't as big for us, but I've got some bugs that you might not know about that are awesome. But anyways, he pronounces it herpeticulture. It's in the name of his store, and he's much smarter than I am, so I'm going to go with herpeticulture. All right. That was a long-winded... You gave him a shout-out. We got it. Well, I didn't even mean to give him a no, shout-out, but he deserves friend. one. He What's deserves it? Do you one. say his name, or are you just going to I'm not going to say his name. I'm not going to say his name. Why? Give him a shout-out. Because. Go to the website, and they'll have his name on the website. What's the website? Anyherp.com. Anyherp.com. N, N as in as Nancy. In, right, as in nitrogen. N as in Neanderthal, as in the person I'm sitting with. <laughs> e as in Albert, the old person's name. Call back. What? E. N E. Herp. As in the pedicle you don't want on your body. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Perfect. Okay, so where the heck were we going with that? How, what are things going to look like? We have to we have to yeah get to that quick. Well, there's so many different variables that go into it, and you know if you're a herpeticulturist, no matter what you're involved in, you it's good to to realize why certain things are popular. We spoke about this last episode, and also why certain things may not be popular in the future. We can't predict the future. But if you look at we're going to try for about five minutes. If you look at certain trends, <laughs> there are some clues out there that can maybe clue you in on how things may look. All right. So what are those? What are those clues? Okay. Let's look at snakes, for instance. There, the the Lacey Act now um, outlaws many different snakes. Um, obviously, what's happening in the Florida Ever- Everglades is is really hurting uh, snake keeping, and um, while. The majority of snake keepers can still keep their ball pythons and everything like that. You know, it, it does raise a red flag on how things could be in the future. You know, this is just my own thought out there. And I may be, you know, I may be completely off off base, but I think that... So you're so things worth are saying threatened. that eventually you may not be able to have a pet snake? In some areas, why not? Why, why, why can't a, a, a state say, you know what... And it's not just like, you know, the, the main thing that comes up is, oh, well, that Bur- that Burmese python is going to, you know, eat two-year-old kids all over Florida. Right. And that's... that's That would probably be good for the population of Florida. 
<laughs> we could we could use we could thin them out be. a little bit and we might might be all right. <laughs> it might be, it might be. Um, but um, that goes back to the Craigslist thing we were talking about before. <clears throat> this ad I loved it. He said, "If you don't have enough gas money to get to me, then chances are you aren't a pretty good owner for him. If you are a child that is around a Burmese python and you're eating, it's probably a good a good thing that we don't have you in the population anymore." You are a you're the gene pool. You are heartless. The gene pool can't. Cold we can't survive. <laughs> we can't survive you. Cold blooded. I know. Um, yeah. Well, I think that survival of the fittest has reversed itself in modern society. But um, that's a topic for another day. <laughs> that takes all long. Uh, all right. So, what about um, you know what about with with turtles and or tortoises? Well, where, where that, just that finishing going? up with the snake thing first, oh, if sorry, you don't yeah. mind. Please. The, a big issue with the Burmese python is not just eating small children, but, you know, large animals eating endangered um, animals from endangered um, mammals from the Florida Keys that were already in, a ru- in rough shape. And now there's all these snakes down there that, that are out competing animals and eating animals that right, have like been the in the park. snake is the... Is, is... Florida snake, native to Florida, and it's a little bit slightly smaller than than the Burmese python, but it eats the same stuff. They're both sure. on the top of the food chain, but the Burmese can just get, you know, can just manhandle, and the indigo snake is now, you know, the numbers are dwindling. And, Extremely rare. Right. Now. Extremely rare. We, uh, what, what, which one of the two books was that? That was the Lizard King. They talk about Hank Moult going out and just filling up sacks full of, yeah, of indigo snakes. Right, it used, right, it used to be in the, the 60s. Right. You yeah. couldn't swing a dead cat without it hitting an indigo snake. Right, and now you can't find one. If you found one, it'd be right. like finding a, you know, a gold like nugget. like finding a, a tortoise on Craigslist named Herman. <laughs> not quite. Um, but it's not only... it. Okay, so it's not only eating kids or these big snakes out competing things, but why can't they say, well, look at all these ball pythons that are out there. Surely those can become... Uh, invasive uh, can be introduced to a certain area in the United States, and people don't even have the knowledge. So, um, although they may not be able to breed or survive a winter somewhere, you know, does a lawmaker know all of that? So it's scary. I mean, it's it's definitely scary. You know, hysteria so you, gets you, out there, and word gets out there, and everyone's scared that there's going to be Burmese pythons living in their backyard. In, you know, whatever place, USA, and so they ban all snakes just because it's easier than having to learn and uh, decipher between different species, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it, it, I understand what you're saying. So just let's let's wrap up. Final thought then. Do you think that what needs to be done as far as the future? I mean, do you think it's a bad thing that that might happen? I, I mean, there, there's definitely arguments, and I can agree with that. You know, maybe we shouldn't be allowed to have snakes or specifically Burmese pythons, specifically things that we know can get out and flourish in our native environment and be invasive. No, I, I don't, I don't think that's, I don't, I don't think that that's true at, at all. I think you can say that about anything. Maybe we shouldn't have dogs because a kid can get attacked or I don't because mean, we're playing God attacked. and we're making breeds that don't exist. No, but the, po- no, but the point is that, listen, if you have a Burmese python, there's probably, you know, I agree. There's a very small number of people that can properly house a Burmese python I that are going to put the right amount of effort and stu- and time 
and finances into having a, a habitat for a Burmese python that is acceptable. I agree, but that's a Burmese python. That's not a garter snake. So, you know, it's so much goes into this, and snake people maybe listen to this and just cringing because there's so much that goes into it. And that's the point, is that there is so much that goes into it, but a lawmaker doesn't know, and that, that that's scary. Because there are people out there who are there educated. There are people that are doing the right thing, but, the right but thing. I mean, can right. we can we say oh, there's enough people doing the right thing to counteract the people that are doing the wrong thing? I honestly All the dummies? Think, I think there needs to be... All the dummies, and I call them dummies because they're not listening to this. <laughs> they're morons. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. They're not listening or reading anything. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> They can't read these people. <laughs> right. That's how we... But no, that's, that's, that's an interesting point, though. We're going to finish on this. These people are... are they're smart people that just don't know anything about this, about reptiles, about pets. Right. Pets are completely treated differently. And uh, that's not good. They need to understand that it's just like anything else. You have to have the proper amount of information, um, you know, to, to do that. And otherwise, it's going to affect the future of these animals in... You know, the U.S. I think there should be permits everywhere. I think there should be permits. Like Maryland has permits. You want to keep exotic animals, you just have to have a permit. So now you have people on file who have animals, and it it means they need to conduct themselves in certain ways so that you know they're not they don't get in trouble because the the value of the life of an animal is not enough, and it's not enough to to educate people. They're not going to go out and read unless they're going to get in trouble if they don't. If, if they don't know what they're doing and they don't, you know, do things the right way. Beautiful. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm John. And I am Tony. Or you can call me Anthony, whichever you prefer. I really don't mind. We are John and Tony. Tony, okay. Podcast, whatever. For, for, from from the podcast, turtleroom.com. If you have any more information, you can email either of us. I am John at the turtleroom.com. He thinks he's cool because he's got his own turtle room email now. This is pretty, this is this is news. It's I'm a big excited. Deal. And I'm Anthony at the turtleroom.com. Please check us out, turtleroom.com. Thank you. Good night. Thanks. <laughs>